we've been on a series called This Is Us. We've been talking about who we are as a church and how that applies. And I, I, really, been, I really believe that this has been something that has been very impactful uh, that I want to share with you guys today. And um, we've talked, uh, we talked, and I don't have time to recap this morning, but we talked about us being a house of lost and found. And if you remember that, I talked about us being a house of misfits and legends. And you want to go back and hear that if you didn't miss it? I mean, if you missed it. And then we talked about being a house of wanderers and winners. And then a house of equipping and ministering. And then a house of vision and unity. And today I want to talk to you about being a house, uh, and this is who we are, a house of faith and family. A house of faith and family. And uh, we are we are a church that is uh, uh, that just is a faith filled, faith believing church, and we are a family doing this together. And uh, and so what I want to do is I want to take you to a couple of scriptures and then jump into where we're going today. Psalm one twenty two verse one. It says, "I was overjoyed when they said, let us go up.'" to the house of the Lord. It says, I was overjoyed. Can I tell you, we ought to be overjoyed when it's time to go to church. When it's time to, to, to come and assemble together, it ought to be a joyful thing. And uh, I, I believe it is here because our church is very, very, very life-giving. And because we are a church of faith, it's faith is something positive. We, we have a, a great expectation of what God's about to do and what God's doing. And then we have also, we have a, a, a house that's a house of family. We just love being with family. We love being with each other. And by the way, it's, it's, a, it's an open circle. We want people... Uh, that uh, don't even know Christ to come on in and, and be a part of this family so that you know they, they receive Christ in their life and we can join in and do what God wants us to do together. And Psalm 92 verse 13 and 14, it says, those who are, are planted, say planted. planted. It's important that we be planted. Where at? In the house of the Lord. And they shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall, they shall bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. There's nothing like being in the house together. There's nothing like being and gathering and assembling together. And let me tell you why. It's because this place is charged with faith. Out in this world, I'm telling you, there's nothing but a bunch of unbelief and negative going on. Uh, things, all you hear is a bunch of negative stuff happening out in the world. And uh, in, in many cases, uh, we, if we allow it, we can allow it to influence our, our attitudes, our perspectives, our minds. And, uh, and we can become negative and we, we can lose heart. We can miss out on what God has for us. So we're a house charged with, with faith. And not only that, but we're, we're a house that, uh, a family that loves and cares for each other deeply. And so I may not know you yet, but one thing that you'll, I can assure you of is that I love you and I will love you with all of my heart. And uh, this family here will do the same. 
And so let's get in and let's bring as many people in into, into our environment. Amen? And then uh, what I want to do is, as a house of faith, I want to just break this down and just talk to you about a few things. As we move forward, it's essential that we understand that we're a house of faith and family. And, and so what does that look like? First of all, number one, we facilitate together. We facilitate together. Uh, you know, God called us to, to be a functioning body, right? A functioning body is one that facilitates the will and the plan and the purpose and uh, the ministry of Jesus Christ here on this earth. We facilitate that. Now, I had, you know, th that was the thought that came to me when I was uh, preparing this. It's like, okay, Lord, I believe that you're directing me. So I looked up the word facilitate. It means to make possible. I like that. It means to enable or to assist, to help, to expedite, to accelerate, to advance, and to further what? God's will. God's ministry here on this earth. Don't, what, don't you agree that the body of Christ ought to be uh, advancing the, the, the will and the ministry of Jesus Christ here on this earth? From the youngest to the oldest, God wants us to advance his kingdom here on this earth and, and get people out of the kingdom of, of darkness into the kingdom of light, his kingdom. See, there's two kingdoms here on this earth, and I don't want to get a, a ahead of myself because next, uh, next week I'm kicking off a series called Reigning in Life, and uh, I, I've been just meditating on this, but there's two kingdoms on this earth, and there's one kingdom that uh, what it's going to produce is death. It's always going to kill. It's always going to destroy. It's always going uh, to bring death in, in, in your life. And then there's the kingdom of God, the kingdom of light. And it always produces life. It's always going to produce what God wills here on this earth. And the reason why people are not experiencing God's, God's best in their life is because they're operating in this kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of this world, rather than the kingdom of light, the kingdom of God. And, uh, and, and, and listen, we're, we're in this kingdom, but we operate by this kingdom. We're in the kingdom of darkness because we're here on mission doing what we're supposed to be doing, reaching people. But we operate by this kingdom. And that's, this kingdom is operated by the word of God, by the spirit of God and being planted in the body of Christ. And us doing and facilitating what God wants us to facilitate. Does that make sense? And uh, Romans chapter 12 verse 4 says, For we are many members... In one body, but all members do not have the same function. Now, notice here we should be functioning. And in uh, out of the Message Bible, I really like the way that it says it. It says in Romans twelve five again in the Message, it says each of us finds our meaning and function as part of his body. We find our meaning and our function. As part of our body, of his body, the body of Christ, the local church. Now, understand this, we're, we're born into his kingdom. When we get born again, we become citizens of the kingdom of God. But when we get planted, we get planted in local church and we become a member of that body. And that's where we really make the kingdom impact that he wants us to. We are planted into a local church local 
body. It's so important. A lot of people don't realize the importance of this, and I believe that they will not flourish as much as they would as if, if they were planted. Yeah. We, are, we flourish when we're planted. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, uh, and so we are, are to facilitate what God wants done here on this earth as his body. And in facilitating that, we need to understand this is a, this is a family business. This is, we're family here, and this is the business. The, bis the kingdom of God is, is our business here. This is what we do. We do it together. I remember uh, Jesus was ministering one day, and, and uh, somebody came and said, your, 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 your sisters and your mother are outside. And, uh, and Jesus' response was kind of uh, uh, probably unexpected. Uh, probably everybody was there, didn't expect the way that he responded, but this is how he responded. And I'm going to take you to Matthew chapter 12, verse 48. Let's jump to 48. And it says, but he answered and said to the one who told him, who is my mother? Who is my brothers? And then he stretched out his hand toward his disciples and said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sisters and mother. In other words, what Jesus was saying here is that as a family, we should be uh, advancing the kingdom of God. Or we could say it this way, facilitating God's, God's will and God's ministry here on this earth. Really, that's what it should be. If we're part of the family of God, that's what we should be doing. That's what really what was being communicated here. Now, with that being said, the problem is, is not the, not the functioning it's the D-Y-S, the dysfunction, right? How many grew up in a dysfunctional home? Come on, every one of us in here. I even know you may have had the best family in the world. There was still something dysfunctional because we're still all growing in Christ, amen? There's still things that we're all learning. We all have issues. I have issues. You have issues. We all have issues. And Josh... If you don't think you have an issue, that's your issue, sir. <laughs> I'm telling you, we have issues. And so we got to watch that, you know, that dis, the dis part of it. Now, I looked that up too. That word dis means diseased, abnormal, faulty, difficult, painful, unfavorable, bad, impaired, unhealthy. You know, when we're not where we need to be with the Lord, then uh, it tends to cause us to be uh, dysfunctional when we're not operating. When we're, 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 let, me, let me say it this way. When we're not facilitating, we tend to be dysfunctional. And there could be many reasons why you can't be facilitating. There's, there may be some things that are holding you back from your past. Like the children of Israel never went into the, there was a generation that never entered into the promised land. Because they still had Egypt in them. Even though they physically were delivered out of Egypt, they still had Egypt in them. They wanted to go back. And I don't know what it is. I remember, hey, I've not always been a saint. Some of you that know me think uh, you still are not. I am. I am. Trust me. So, uh, years ago, before Christ, before I was serving Jesus, I, was, I, was, I drank a lot, I was an alcoholic, I, 
Uh, I mean, very bad alcoholic, and I drank a lot, and so I did a lot of dumb, stupid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb, stupid stuff. And I, I, I was, one of the stupid things that I did is I was very, very, very intoxicated. And, uh, and then we were playing volleyball. Those two do not mix. And then on top of that, we were playing volleyball in a very uneven uh, uh, ground. And so I went up to do my famous shot. And then I came down, and I came down like this. I sprained both ankles. And so I was on crutches, and I'm telling you, that was not a pretty sight because they were and that's worse than a break, as I understand. I've never had any broken bones or anything that I know of. Had a little spur or something, but anyway. Uh, but I, it was horrible. And I was no good. I, I was no good to, to anybody because of that. And can I tell you, I was dysfunctional. I was alive, but I wasn't functioning very well. I was dysfunctional. And that's how it is in many churches, is that if people cannot get rid of the, some of the things in their life, they, they walk around with all these hurts and pains and issues and, and stuff, and they never move forward into what God has for them. And they become dysfunctional. Instead of, instead of facilitating what God wants them to do, they're, they're still back there on crutches, talking about their, their you know, their... their uh, their divorce or talking about you know whatever happened in the past god wants us to get past that he wants us to move forward beyond that and god has remedy do you know that god has remedy to take care of any issue that we have in life and, and, and i'm going to tell you that uh god he, he's he's really honestly we're, we're kicking off small groups. One of the things, the best ways that you can do it in, in, in getting a resolve in your life is get in a relationship with other people to help you get out of your mess. Even though you may have made the mess, God never intended you for you to get out of the mess by yourself. And so the second thing I want you to know about a house of faith and, and family is, is this, is that we are, we are here to fight together. I didn't say with each other. I said together. Now, I know there's a lot of families that fight with each other. At our house, when I was growing up, I say it this way, it was either wars or rumors of wars in our house. It was so dysfunctional, it was horrible. And, uh, and I don't have even the time to tell you about some of the stuff that took place, but I'm going to tell you, it was, uh, it was not a pretty sight. And uh, that's why I was kicked out as a, a very young teenager and out on my own. But, uh, but can I tell you, when we come together and we're in relationship with one another, then we can stand against the enemy that is out for our soul. He's out to kill, steal, and destroy. The Bible says one could put a thousand to flight, two could put ten thousand. When we join together in prayer and in agreement and in encouragement and standing with one another and, 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 uh, and in faith against the enemy, I'm telling you, enemy has no, he has no, he, he cannot have victory in our life. He has no place in our life. 
And, and God called us to be a body, working together, doing this together. And, and as we do that together, then we're able to overcome. 1 Timothy 6.12 says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life. What is eternal life? Eternal life, if you know the word life there, it's zoe. Eternal means ongoing, never ending. So it's never ending, ongoing, zoe, which zoe means God kind of life. The life that God's intended for us to have. So we lay hold of that eternal life. How do we do that? By fighting the good fight of faith. And, and the enemy is really, he's after your faith. Why does he come with unbelief? Why does he come with all the negative stuff? Why does he come with uh, oppositions in your life? Why does he come with un doubt and unbelief and these st stupid, dumb thoughts? You got to bring those thoughts cap captive and, and bring into uh, 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 captivity those, those imaginations that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. You, gotta, you can't be entertaining some of the stuff that you entertain with your thoughts. And sometimes you just need other people to, to get around you that's going to feed you the word of God that's not going through what you're going through. Because they have a different perspective. And they can give you something that you need at that moment that will set you over and get you over uh, wherever you're at right at that point. Does that make sense? And again, small groups is one, one of the key ways that we do that. 2 Timothy 4.7 says, I fought a good fight. What is a good fight, by the way? One that you win. One that you win. <laughs> what is a bad fight? One that you lose. Man, that's a no-brainer, right? So God wants us to fight, but to win. You know, somebody was, uh, the other day, they was, playing, uh, they was playing something, and I said, you know, that, it's no fun playing. You know, well, let's play for the fun of it. Now, let's don't play for the fun of it. Let's play to win. We, we are here to win. We're not here to just get by. We're not here to just, just to exist. We're here to win. Amen. I do that on bowling this afternoon. Watch it. All right. You hear me, Mike? You're going down, buddy. All right. And so, uh, so you know, when you have an attack that comes to you, I remember, I remember a story in uh, Acts chapter four, and it was when Peter and John had been arrested, and then they had been let go, and and they went somewhere immediately following. It says in verse twenty three, it says, "In being let go, they went to their own company." This is our company. Our small groups is our company. Yeah. I tell you, I'm so grateful for our small groups because we pray for each other. We help each other. We encourage each other. We do that. And so we, we, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And then in verse 31, it says this. I like this. In verse 31, it says, And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak the word of God with boldness. And we know that God began to do great works. And they were facilitating the will of God through them. It wasn't being hampered or hindered because of the opposition that they were, and the persecution that they were facing in life. We're better together. But when we're not functioning then we can't fight together. Can I tell you, 
if you're not there to function with the other parts of the body, how are you going to help in the fight? We need, a, we need to be connected, connected to each other. I like to say it this way. I've said it before, but see, this is a body. Good looking body, right? <laughs> that would have been all right over there if it wasn't a guy that did that. <laughs> with that Dan especially that guy alright oh was it Grace oh my gosh that's even worse alright alright oh my god I'm blaming it on everybody but the right okay back to the sermon back to the sermon so if you were to take this arm and, and dis disarm me dis uh, connect this arm from this body, guess what happens? This arm would eventually shrivel up and die. The body could continue to live, but the arm's gonna, it's gonna die because it's not working. It's not connected. Uh, last week, we, uh, wa uh, last Wednesday, we walked into the office and, uh, as a matter of fact, Vanessa was gonna do some filming on our COTM News and and we walked in and it was uh, almost, I think it was 86 degrees in the office. The air conditioner's on uh, automatic and this, they come on and it was like blazing hot in there. And uh, so I called her up or text her and said, hey, it's hot, you wanna come and watch your makeup just uh, <laughs> melt off your face and we'll do it now. So anyway, we put it off. But I, I called the AC guy and uh, so he came over here and he went in there and I think it was a capacitor or something and uh, got it going and, and man, it was nice to get it back up and going. But as long as it wasn't functioning, it wasn't doing anybody any good. And I'm going to tell you, listen, if we're not connected and functioning together, then we're not able to fight together against the enemy that's coming at us. And I'm telling you, he's on mission. Especially in these last days, he is, he's out to kill, steal, and destroy. And, and your greatest defense, your greatest defense, and my greatest defense is faith. And uh, joining our faith with others and standing steadfast against the enemy in, in our faith. Amen? Can you see that? And so we need to make sure that we're doing that. So, so that's what happened here in Acts chapter 4. They begin to pray and the whole earth begin to shake. You know, we can shake some things up through prayer. And, uh, and let me, golly, okay, let me, I'm going to take you through a lot of scripture here, okay? You ready? Come on, let's get ready. Listen fast. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4, uh, 6, verse 12, it says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and the powers and against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly, heavenly places. I want to read that out of the Passion Translation. Your hand-to-hand -hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. For they are powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Thank God 
that they have no power over us and they don't need to hold us in bondage. The Bible, the Bible says be strong in the, in, the, in the Lord in the power of his might. And so we have the ability to be uh, empowered by God and be able to do that. Now we, are, we do that in a number of different ways. We do that by our faith. We do that by the Holy Spirit. We do that by the word of his power. But we also do that uh, gathering and, 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 and joining together and fighting together against the enemy. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 and 9, it says, Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Now, I want to read verse 9 out of the NIV and the Passion Translation. NIV says, resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. The Passion Translation says, take a device stand. I like that. But you messed with the wrong person. Devil, demon spirits, you messed with the wrong person. Take a decisive stand against him and resist him in his every, every attack with strong, vigorous faith. For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kinds of trouble that you endured. Now, I read earlier in verse 8, it says, be sober, be vigilant. That word vigilant means keeping careful watch of possible danger or difficulties around you. Colossians 4.2 says, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it, being watchful in it of possible dangers with thanksgiving. And then out of the Passion, it says, uh, be faithful to prayer as intercessors who are fully alert and giving God thanks. Isn't that good? Here, we're, we're, a, we're a family. We're, we're, we're a house of faith and family. And I'm going to tell you, you join in in our small groups, you join in and you, you connect we're going to fight. Yes. We're going to fight together yes. against the enemy. Yes. And I'm, I'm a little ticked. That's Texan for, Texas for mad. <laughs> I'm a little ticked about the, the, the stuff that the enemy is trying to do yes. in people's lives, yes. including taking lives. Amen. And we need to stand. We need to stand firm. We need to be uh, aggressive with our faith in these last days. Amen? Amen. Let me give you one more, one, one more thought in closing. And that's this, is that we're a house of faith and family and we flourish together. Remember, he who is planted in the house of the Lord shall, shall, shall flourish. Ephesians 4.16 says, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. Each one, as each one does its own special work, it helps the others grow the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Again, I want to say this, we're better together than apart. The enemy's objective is to get you disconnected and get you separated from the other parts of the body. And if he can do that, he's succeeded. Because he'll stomp your butt. He'll take you down. He will hurt you. God never intended us to walk this earth 
separate from the body of Christ. Are you with me? I need Rusty. He needs me. Pastor Rusty, I need you. And I know he needs me. I need those that are around me. I've got a team of people around me that I do life with every week. Every week. Pastor Bobby, my wife and I, we have our uh, small group. I'm in several small groups. Uh, but uh, he and we meet every week. One of the most treasured, special times that I have in the week. I look forward to it. And uh, a year ago, on 9-11, I had gotten a phone call with Pastor Sam, one of the local pastors overseer, and I was at lunch with him. I got a phone call. And uh, it was my son. He was getting getting hold of me and he says uh, are you sitting down are you still with Pastor Sam he I said yes and uh, and he said he said Vicki passed today that's Bobby's wife Vicki passed today and it just blew me away and uh, and, it, and I'm going to tell you uh, as un, uh, you know it, it just rocked my world not to mention uh, Pastor Bobby's world. And, uh, and the reason I'm telling you this is because we can flourish together in the midst. Your, your worst day can be your best day all in the same day. Amen. Do you understand me? Because we're all going to go through stuff. And just because you go through stuff doesn't mean that you can't flourish. Okay, and that's why I'm, I'm, I'm illustrating this. And so... Uh, I'm going to skip ahead, went to see him right after that, got left there, went to, went to his work, saw him. And then, and then from that point on, we just, we just pressed in. He pressed in. I'm so proud of you, sir. I'm so proud of you. One of the things that we committed to is, and Jeremy, where are you? Jeremy, I love you, sir. Thank you. Jeremy, a lot of us surrounded him. But we, my wife, uh, we got around Bob, and, and Bob said, he says, the worst thing, the, 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 the thing that I don't want to do is I really don't want to be around people, but he says, I know that's the best thing I need to do. And he pressed in. And he not only pressed into his relationships, but he pressed into the word, he pressed into the spirit, he pressed into the body. I told Josh, I told Josh uh, last week, I said, there's three things that you need, or Friday night maybe I told him, I said, there's three things that you need to succeed. You need the word. You need to walk and live and live out that word. You, you, you work the word, the word will work. You, you need to be led, filled and led with the spirit all the time. You get outside of the spirit, you'll, 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 you'll die. You know, you walk in the flesh, it's, it leads you to death. And I said, you need to be planted in, in a local body. You'll flourish. And I've seen Bobby in his worst day uh, experience his best day all in the same day. Because he pressed into God. And all of you that know him, you, Pastor Bobby, all of you have seen him, you've seen him flourish in the middle of it all. Amen. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it works. God knows what he's doing. 
He knows you're going to go through trials. He knows you're going to go through situations. And so he has remedy for everything in life. Are you with me? Now we're, we're just, I know we're uh, uh, just six days away from, from uh, the anniversary of that happening. And, uh, and, and so I, I know that. And that, that could probably could be a struggle. But I'm going to tell you, we're going to press in. I'm going to tell you one of the things that I did. The day before was the last day I watched any kind of television. I've not, I've not watched one movie. I've not watched any news. I had already dropped news long before that anyway. The only thing I watch is sermons. I, I said, I am pressing in and I am going after God with everything in my heart. We're going to touch as many people as we possibly can be. I do not want to operate in the kingdom of darkness because in it produces death. It has no value that it could add to my life. Not one bit of value can it add to my life. I'm going to operate in the kingdom of light where there's provision, there's health, there's protection, there's victory, there's overcoming, there's life is produced in the kingdom of life. Amen? And if you'll press in, you'll experience that too. All right. So, Hebrews chapter 10, I'll close with this. It says, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another daily, and so much the more as we see his day is approaching. More so than ever, it's more important, because I'm going to tell you, life is getting, it's going to get rough, and I'm, 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 going to, I, I'm not prophesying it, the word of God's already prophesied it. That in these last days, there's going to be perilous times, there's going to be some difficult times. I don't know how... how how it's all going to look. But I'm going to tell you, we're going to continue to flourish. In the midst of it, we're going to flourish. Because we are a house of faith. And we are a house of family. And I'm going to challenge you, if you're not in a small group, that you would get in one. Today, that you would make a commitment to... Shut up, devil. A commitment to do, do that in Jesus' name. He has no place in, here anyway. Amen? All right.